Hi, I'm Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation. I'm also the podcast host of Invest in Her and an award-winning producer, author, and TEDx speaker. Our show, Invest in Her, features phenomenal female founders and funders. As you know, women receive less than 2% of venture capital funding. Our series is about accelerating the funding of women by connecting them to funding resources. Let's meet today's guest. Welcome to this week's episode of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors. And today we're going to be talking with an iconic blogger and also the podcast host of Yo Quiero Dinero. Let's welcome to the show, Janess Torres. Hi, Janess. How are you? I'm so good. Thanks for having me, Catherine. Super excited to be here. Yeah, well, I, we were just saying, I'm so excited that I met you at Carrie Murray's Wealthy Women's Summit, where you were a speaker, and I was uh, doing a panel there as well. And um, boy, that was a great event, wasn't it? It was absolutely incredible. And I told Carrie afterwards that that was my first in-person speaking engagement since starting my personal finance brand. So it was such an honor to be in that space and to be the last speaker of the day, make sure that you guys go home with an incredible message. Love it. Love it. And you know what? Uh, I want to talk about your journey because it's so interesting. I just want to say I, I love the name of your podcast. Um, <laughs> you know, English version, right, is I Want Money. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. unapologetic about what Danero. we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And I love your sense of humor just in the name of it and on your website is just fun. You seem like you're a lot of fun. Thank you. You know, that's that's probably why I started my personal finance brand in general. It just felt like it was just very dry, very unrelatable. You know, there's a lot of talking heads and I'm like, can we make this a little more interesting? Because I feel like when folks are excited, they get engaged and that's when they actually start to learn. Absolutely. Um, and you know what? We're doing a, a film right now called Show Her the Money. And same thing, like we're telling such fascinating stories because I think people learn and are inspired by really great stories, right? Story yes. selling. Obviously, this is your right up your alley as a blogger. Um, let's talk about how you ended up making it a successful blog and successful podcast, because a lot of people don't know how to monetize these things. And I think that's the magic of what you bring to the table in your coaching and in your talks um, is telling people how to start that side hustle. So Let's talk about your personal story. I, I I was reading about it that you had this job, you really didn't really like it. You kind of started this side hustle of doing this blog, didn't think you could make a business out of it, but you got fired, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love this story because sometimes firing is a blessing, right? Usually, you know, when the universe redirects you, there's a purpose, even if you don't really understand it in the moment that it's happening. And so, yeah, I mean, my journey through now my 10th year of entrepreneurship is very nonlinear, which I've found talking to entrepreneurs, investors, wealth builders. It's just not a linear path for most of us. We kind of go along the way and discover parts of ourselves through this process. So for me, I was about 27 years old living the quote unquote dream, had the good job, got the degrees, uh, you know, was engaged and doing all the things that my parents said oh, successful adults do, right? Yeah, you checked all the boxes. All the boxes. But I increasingly found myself miserable in my career, feeling like I was not living my version of what I thought my life should be. I felt like I was living somebody else's version. And so I think as, as out of 
an act of rebellion I like to attribute it to. I decided to take on this creative project as a food blogger. And I think the reason why I gravitated towards it was two, two things specifically. I wanted to reconnect with my heritage as a Latina. I felt like that was something that I kind of had to leave at the door in corporate. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like being a first-gen kid in a lot of spaces where I, know, I didn't really see a lot of people that looked like me represented, whether that was in higher education or in corporate America, I, I always just felt like that was a part of me. I just, I just really couldn't express. So I wanted to reconnect in that way. And I've always been a super creative person in general. If you talk to my dad, he can tell you lots of stories where I was just like inventing scripts and shooting videos, you know, back when you had like the VHS tape and I was always just inventing a similar lifestyle, (laughs) right? Like I was just that kid who always was curious about the world and wanting to experiment and play. And so the blog for me represented that creative outlet that I could come home to after work and just have a passion project. This was never something I imagined doing as a business, not, and I always tell people I'm the worst business coach ever, because I will tell you, like, don't even think about the money. And maybe that's good advice. Maybe it's not. But for me, it's always worked that I follow my passions and somehow the money shows up, I think, because people can feel how excited I am about something. And, uh, you know, something about that makes people want to, like, invest in you. Right. So, I definitely believe that. That Yeah. It, it, it Passion is an attraction. Yeah, for sure. So about six months after I started my blog, it's called delishdelights.com. I got laid off from the job that I hated. And I, I feel like I was manifesting getting fired because I would walk Wait, in every is day. is that still the name of it? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's called what? Delish Delights. Delish Delights. So anybody yes. could look it up. You just yep. Google it online. Yep. You'll find it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out because <laughs> I, I'm a big foodie. And so- yeah. I, I I love that that yours is a that you're writing about food and something you love, obviously. Absolutely. And, and is it about food in your specific culture, right? Yeah. So a lot of it is Puerto Rican food, which is it's cool because a lot of our cultural um, recipes don't really get written down. Right. They're like on index cards or in somebody's head. And I feel like I've been able to archive my family's culinary history through this project, which is amazing because, you know, at some point my grandmothers and my mom and dad are not going to be here, but I get to continue to recreate these recipes. But not only that. There's been so many people that have reached out to me and said, I haven't been able to make this dish since my loved one passed away. And your recipe helped me reconnect with those memories. I so, love that. And that's isn't so that incredible for everybody. You know, I think I just recently said to my niece, hey, do you have mom's lasagna recipe? A lot of times when people pass away, the, the recipes go with them. So that's really cool. Yeah. So inadvertently, I've been helping people reconnect with their own family heritage and and memories through this project. And so six months after I started it, I got laid off. I got a decent severance package from my employer. And so instead of rushing back to work, I took three months to just dedicate to this project. Mm -hmm. I decided to take some classes um, at a local culinary school because they started actually teaching about blogging. Uh, this was 2014 at this point. And I spent a lot of time on YouTube, a lot of time on Google, just figuring out like how other people were making this more than just a hobby. And I started implementing those tactics, things like focusing on search engine optimization, getting a better camera, uh, working on lighting, uh, working on food styling. I was basically teaching myself how to become like a food stylist, you know, like better homes and gardens and all this stuff. And as I started to build that skill set my content started to go viral to the point where my website crashed a couple of times because I had a couple of recipes go viral on Facebook. Wow. 
And that for me was an indicator that I've locked in on something here that I need to continue to explore. And so ever since then, I've been a content creator and um, have really dove into the world of financial independence, entrepreneurship, digital monetization, and all of that kind of led me to eventually creating the personal finance brand, the personal finance podcast, because I felt like there were so many people watching what I was doing and they were asking questions. How did you start this side hustle? How do you start a blog? I want to do this stuff too. And instead of having, you know, conversations one-off with people, I decided to put everything on a podcast so that people could learn from my journey and then became another accidental business. So this is what I tell folks, like follow the passions and you just never know what you're going to create. Right. So you even sell uh, sponsorships to your podcast, right? Yeah, I have about 10 different ways that I monetize my platforms now. And it's all been sort of trial and error and research and finding out what are the things that I enjoy making money doing and what are the things that I don't enjoy. And a lot of that just has to do with experimentation at this point. That's great. So, I mean, I know you do your podcast, your blog, you coach, you speak, and you figure out all these ways to do exactly what you love and monetize it into a, I think you said six-figure business. So how amazing is that? I know it's crazy. I think back to really like limiting beliefs that I had about what I was capable of as an entrepreneur, this idea that I could never make six figures as a business owner. I should just be happy being in this corporate job that pays me $100,000 a year. And it's funny because the moment that I left my corporate job back in 2021 to take this full time, I quadrupled my income that first year. Wow. And then I doubled it again the, the following year. So it's just like, The idea that that's as good as it's going to get, I think, is what stops a lot of people from pursuing what's possible. Absolutely. I think they don't want to leave that secure paycheck, that secure job. But look at you. You kind of showed, no, you can really do what you love. The money will follow. The money might be even more than in that stale (laughs) corporate job. So your story is so inspiring. I'm so happy to have you on today. I know you'll inspire a lot of other people. And I know that at Wealthy Women's Summit, where I met you, talking to people about how do you start that side hustle? So when you you started your blog, um, was that on Blog Her or where did you start that? No. So I actually started it on WordPress. And so I did a little bit of initial research and found that that was the industry standard. And if I wanted to have a fully owned website that I had total control over that I had to learn WordPress. So I had to teach myself how that, that worked and a lot of yeah, trial and, and I error. love that you dug in and watched the videos and read up on it and just learned it. It's so interesting because you're right. The information is out there and that's the beauty of it. And you have some e-courses, right? Yes, I do. So now after doing this for eight years, I started teaching it. Um, I have had nine cohorts of students have had hundreds of people come through the program and it's been incredible to watch people take an idea and turn it into a personal brand, turn it into a business. I have students who are now collecting affiliate income, who are now doing brand partnerships, who are now quitting their jobs to take their blogs and their content creation projects full time because they realize this is possible, right? It's just about having the tools, having the support that you need and seeing that others have been able to do it. And I think that's the most powerful example. When you see that others have been able to do it, you stop thinking that it's also not possible for you. Right. Do you have to put 100% focus on it in order to make it work? 
You know, I, I like to tell people, you know, the best way to start a side hustle or start a business is while you're still working full time, because you take the pressure off of yourself of having to do things right, right away. Mm -hmm. And I always like to say your paycheck is your angel investor, right? That's where the money's going to come from, from this project. So if you have some stable income from a paycheck, stick with that until you are able to build what you want and take it off the ground and make it replicable. And so you don't have to go a hundred percent in, but I feel like your progress is going to be definitely determined by how much effort you put in. So it's just yeah. a matter of being yeah. realistic. You it, And if you're doing something you really love, it doesn't feel like work, right? No, absolutely. And that's the thing I tell people when I was building this on the side, I would come home from work six, seven o'clock at night and be working till midnight and be so excited about my next blog post and people reading it and sharing it that it never felt like work. And I think when you find that thing, that's when you know you found your purpose. I agree with you. I'm so excited right now to be working on both a film and also um, a uh, show that's opening opening off Broadway in May um, because it's also very female, female driven. You know, it's like breaking ground in Broadway where things are not usually done by women about women, you know, and so um you know, like your passion, like just so nice to be working on something that I feel passionate about the film, the arts, the theater, and using those genres, just like you have with blogging or podcasts to help make change and bring awareness, right? It's like so fun to to do what you really, really love and what you're really passionate about. And that's what I would want our listeners to uh, understand and and take to heart and look at someone like you who's really doing what you love this this food blog your your um, podcast about it uh, about how you built the business and I love too that you're doing what you love but also teaching other people to do what they love and yeah. I think that's what makes you so unique Janice. Well, you know, that's the thing. I feel like a lot of us are fed this narrative that work is not supposed to be something that we enjoy. It's just a duty that we have as adults. And I'm yeah. like, for me to think that we're going to spend the majority of our adult lives doing something that we don't enjoy, that sounds like a prison sentence for me. And right. I just want folks to, to consider the alternative that maybe there is that thing that lights you up and it is your responsibility and almost like your duty as a human to find out what that thing is. Because the impact that that thing is going to have, you just never know, right? You just never know what finding your purpose and then sharing it the world is going to do for someone's life. And I get messages all the time from folks that listen to the podcast that are like, I never knew that I had permission to do X, Y, Z until I saw someone like you doing this. Or I never considered that maybe I don't want a nine to five. I want to start a business or I want to retire early or I want to invest in, in startups that are owned by women. Like there are so many things that we don't know we have permission to do because we don't see other people doing them. And you just by you showing up and giving that example, that's transformational in itself. I loved your last one about investing in other women. You know, that's the flag I'm carrying. <laughs> that's what we do best, right? And I think that's why we need more women with money in general, because we don't hoard it. We change the world with it. And yes, um, that, that's that. what needs to happen. Yeah. Well, I love that you're teaching people to do what you've already done, because there's nothing like 
you know, there's a lot of coaches out there telling other people what to do, but they haven't really done it themselves. And I think it's so cool that you actually built this empire and now you're teaching other people to do it while you still do what you're loving in that realm too. Uh, it's really cool. I love the combination. Um, people, so I'm just curious about your background. Were your parents entrepreneurs or no, no, they were not. My parents were, are like, they've worked at the same places for 30 something years. You know, they had a very, um, you know, they come from a childhood where there was not a lot. They both grew up in Puerto Rico and they came to the mainland United States for opportunities because, you know, back then in the 1970s and 80s, there just wasn't a lot of economic mobility in in both of their environments. But I did find out that my grandmothers were both entrepreneurs out of necessity. And that's actually something that's quite common in Puerto Rico, just because the um, the wages don't keep up with the cost of living. And so a lot of people have side hustles. You'll have a lady down the street that's selling empanadas or a lady who's a seamstress on the side while she works, you know, a regular factory job. So my grandmother on my father's side actually owned a little storefront on the bottom floor of her home where she sold, you know, like sodas and chips and stuff to the kids walking home from school. And she put three kids through college with a third grade education and this little storefront. I was so just wondering I, if that was somewhere in your background. I bet you yeah. were influenced by that. I have to say uh, that stuff is absolutely running through my DNA, even though I didn't know it at the time. And um, my grandmother on my mother's side, after she was laid off uh, from her 30-year career as a seamstress when the factory closed, she took those skills and started doing alterations and doing wedding dresses and all this stuff from her home. She had a little um, like tailor shop set up. So it's definitely in me. And uh, I'm really honored that it comes, especially from the women of my family. I'm like, we're true badasses. Like it's multi-generational. I love that. (laughs) So how can people find you, Janessa, if they want to be coached by you or be in one of your cohorts? How does that work? Absolutely. So you can find everything about me at yoquierodineropodcast.com. We've got a blog. The podcast show notes are there. We uh, have all our events, courses, ways that we can work together. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm just here to really enlighten folks to an alternative lifestyle where we're not just like living for the weekend, where we're not just doing something out of obligation or because you've invested this much time and effort and money into a degree. Like I really want folks to explore the idea that we all have a really unique gift and a purpose here. And and I want to help you find it. Love it. Love it. Great message today. And um, how can they follow you on social? Yes. So I am everywhere at Yo Quiero Dinero Podcast. Okay. And I'll say it, yo quiero dinero for those, (laughs) (laughs) or maybe not Latino like myself. Um, And uh, that they'll be looking for your podcast and and, and can visit your website and see about the workshops. I love that. And I take it, Janice, you're on LinkedIn. Absolutely. You can find me at Janice Torres. Okay, great. And I'm going to spell that for people just listening. It's J-A-N-N-E-S-E and then Torres, T-O-R-R-E-S. Some of our listeners are uh, watching and some are just listening. And so I always like to mention that. Um, of course, you can find me, Catherine Gray, on LinkedIn uh, and look for Janessa as well, Janessa Torres. And uh, we really appreciate you tuning in this week. Uh, and as we said, remember to invest in her and follow us at sheangelinvestors.com. We really encourage you to invest in other women. Make it a great day, everybody. Thank you, Janessa. Thank you. 
Remember, if you're looking to launch a business or grow your business, check out our e-course, Six Ways to Fund Your Business, available at SheAngelInvestors.com.